Here at Agilicus, we recently upgraded our website infrastructure, and there was only one way to go, full-on cloud-native. Cloud-native means many small components, stateless, scaling in and out, resilient as a whole, rather than individually. As a consequence, we made design decisions for database and storage, so let's talk about that. First, WordPress. It's been around for a long time. WordPress architecture dates to an era when cloud meant a virtual machine at best. You ran a single WordPress instance, a single database, and the storage was tightly coupled to the WordPress. Fancy folk would use a file server with the storage, and two WordPress instances was shared. But you always had a few infinitely reliable and scalable components to deal with, that storage and database. Very few WordPress installs run at high scale. Most instead use either a headless CMS outputting static files, or are front-ended by CDNs and a double dash of, let's face it, hope. When I first started Agilicus, I installed WordPress under Kubernetes on GKE, but really only just. I had a cluster with non-preemptible nodes, I ran a MySQL pod with a single PVC, and a WordPress pod with PVC. Scale? Forget about it. Resilience? Well, if that node went down, the site went down. So, time to restart. Clean sheet. We counsel our customers to run on our platform. Why not reimagine our website, the front door, our public face, on the same platform? Eat that delicious dog food. What does dog fooding mean? It means no cheating. Remove all the limitations, make all the states scalable and cloud-native, and add a simple, single sign-on. The architecture of WordPress has a few complexities for a cloud-native world. First, the plugins have an unlimited direct access to database and file system, no abstractions at all. Second, a user can install plugins from the front end, so you could end up installing them on one instance and not the other. Third, content is a hybrid local file and database, so it's not really obvious where content is stored. Plugins can modify content. They can scale images, compress CSS. The database has to be MySQL. It's hard-coded in everywhere. We've been big fans of CockroachDB, but we just cannot use it here. And the login infrastructure is really designed for local storage in a database. Okay, no problem, I got this. Let's bring in a few tools to help. First, the database. For this, we're gonna use TIDB. It presents a MySQL facade. It's built on TICV, which in turn is based on a Raft consensus algorithm. Raft is quite magic. It powers many cloud-native components, for example, etcd, cockroachdb. The Raft algorithm allows individual members to be unreliable, to come and go, but the overall set will be consistent, reliable. And, in my experience, it's been pretty bulletproof. To deploy TIDB, we're going to use an operator, allowing us to scale the database up and down and upgrade it. Now we can upgrade the database without any running impact and add capacity as needed. Brilliant. We're well on our way to cloud-native. Now that the database is solved in a Kubernetes cloud-native way, let's go on to storage. This is considerably tougher. There's no read-write-many-storage in Google GKE. So what can we do? I considered using GlusterFS. I previously tried NFS and it was just terrible. It turns out there's a plugin for WordPress called WP Stateless. It causes all the images, etc., all the dynamic content to be stored into a Google Cloud Storage or GCS bucket and thus be accessible to all the other pods and to the end user. Solved. Moving on the plugin issue. So for this, I built my own WordPress container. On startup, it pre-installs a set of plugins, but when it runs the first time, before it goes online, it looks in the database, find, finds the known set of plugins, and makes sure they're currently installs. 
Thus, each time the container boots, it forces the local file system into sync before coming online. We use the same approach for the theme, so now onwards to the next step. So the login. So for this, I wrote an OpenID Connect plugin that interacts with our platform. It brings the roles in. This means we can have a seamless single sign-on and be secure. It logs in against accounts on our platform, which in turn is federated to a set of upstream identity providers, which in our case is G Suite. So now that's accomplished. And the last thing I wanted to accomplish, rather than having the user see HTTPS colon slash slash storage.googleapis.com as the path for the media, is to have them appear to be local, even though they're not. So what I did is made a C name to the Google Cloud Storage, but that doesn't work with SSL or TLS. So in order to make it work, I added a proxy, and the proxy runs inside the same container, and it proxies it to that upstream of Google Cloud Storage. I had to do this since we've preloaded our domain into the Hypertext Strict Transport Security. We had no choice. It, it's SSL only at, at my company. So, you know, if you look on the blog post, um, you can see the exact config of the Nginx. And in it, there's two blocks. The first is what's called an upstream. The upstream lists a set of assets, and that asset is really just the Google storage. The second block is a location. And what we do is we look for everything that starts with slash www, which is our dynamic content. It turns around and it strips out all of the Google headers. We don't need them taking up bandwidth and so on. It uh, removes our authentication cookies. We don't want those going to Google. And then it assigns that to that upstream. So what ends up happening is the user sees one site, one URL. All the content is completely farmed out from it. And it just everything is transparent. So what have we achieved here? We now have WordPress, fully stateless, running under Kubernetes. We can scale the individual pods out by adding more. They're all load balanced and health checked by our Istio service mesh. We've got our identity aware web application firewall ensuring security. We've got a simple single sign-on. We can scale the database and storage as needed, resiliently, scalably, reliably. And it's all to deliver to you, the people, these notes, these podcasts, and these videos. So please remember to subscribe, the bell in the lower right, via email, via RSS, just please subscribe and please comment. Thanks very much and bye-bye.